1: The Clone Wars, everyone, Clone Wars, do you love it? I think Johnny does, but we'll find out, because he's never watched it,
0: and hopefully now he has, didn't. Well, that was better than every single piece of music I heard in today's movie. Oh, no. <laughs> you didn't
2: like the out-of-random Star Wars heavy metal part? <laughs> did not. You didn't
0: like it I that? did. I, there was... <laughs> That was not great. <laughs> I'm listening. I'm like I'm watching this, and I was like, "This is so out of place." We're already jumping. We got to. I, I, let me roll it yeah. back. I apologize, Brian. Continue to do your intro if you want to sing some more. Uh, please do.
1: No, nah, I'm done with the
0: singing.
2: Um, we're back, kids. He's-, He's done with all the singing. He's not doing it anymore. Oh, There's Matt, and I'm Johnny. And he's Brian. And here we go. Yeah,
1: we're back. The airing of Grievous is a, another episode for y'all. And uh, oh, sorry, I'm kind of stepping on Johnny's toes
2: there, dropping a y'all. Anytime you say a y'all, I feel proud. So oh, nice. Yeah. Well, y'all.
1: It, it's y'all. A, It's a phrase I'm comfortable with. I got family that lives uh, in the heart of Kentucky. So uh, I get plenty of y'alls when I'm around them. But uh how we doing today? How we feeling? Um we already know that what we're getting into, which we'll drop in a minute, but how's everyone doing today?
0: I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling good. I just finished uh the 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 original Thrawn trilogy. I just finished that trio of books uh the well, yesterday at time of recording. And uh, I gotta say The Last Command, which is the third book. Uh I would definitely Uh, it it would probably be in my top 10 uh as far as books all time as far as how the finish went very very exciting stuff so i'm feeling i'm feeling the star wars uh the uh the the goods of star wars also i know we're i want to give a shout out to the 7th 16th attack Legion uh podcast they are a star wars podcast who is also out of our network they record out of emerge studios which is uh by a good friend rich moranto they had me on this past week and uh it was a lot of fun. we talked Star Wars Battlefront and Star Wars video games amongst a whole shot of other stuff uh Jack Christian and Jordan want to give you guys a shout out um and of course rich moranto um for what a great great show uh good energy good vibes and uh really fun content so feeling
2: good uh I don't like that show because they haven't talked to me. Uh, They want to. Any show that doesn't invite me is dead to me. I'm just putting that out right now. Uh, So that one is currently dead to me until they reach out to me, and then I'll think about it.
0: (laughs) But (laughs) this is a a fact. Johnny loves to be invited on shows, so he can he can politely
2: decline if need be. (laughs) I like to be invited on shows and then have you tell me all this work I have to do to get onto your show. It's one of my greatest things that I've ever loved, and I hope it continues. Uh, I am doing pretty good, though I did learn something pretty worrisome. You guys remember back not that long ago when... Well, it's now Max, but it was HBO Max. Was just kind of getting rid of shows off their streaming service, so you literally couldn't get it anywhere? Yeah, Disney is doing that now. They're starting to drop stuff. Uh, Like, recently... That Willow show that they put a lot of money into is gone. Or it's going to be gone. I can't remember if they've already taken it off yet or not.
0: They're going to take it off? Yeah. It's going to be why? gone. I thought you to liked save it. save
2: money. <laughs>
0: I thought you... it was good. I liked it. How do they save money? Oh, probably like royalties and stuff maybe? Yeah.
2: Yeah. But, I mean, that's why all that strikes are happening right now is over streaming stuff, basically. Uh, the writers are on strike, and I think the actors and stuff just
0: went on strike. from. Oh, man. Right. man. yeah. Well, strike, strike, strike. This isn't fun. I need new. I need new stuff. And I demand it now. So somebody better yeah. concede. All right. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You're, you're delaying Daredevil. You're delaying. You're fucking up Deadpool and Wolverine. Yep. Somebody concede. Yep. Who yep.
1: said they're messing that up?
0: They stopped the internet did. production of those. Yeah. Yeah. Daredevil stopped. Ryan Reynolds. They're going while they're, well, they're going. I think they're filming it. But Ryan Reynolds is not allowed to ad lib. Anything. So which defeats the
2: purpose of a Deadpool movie. And they may stop now because the actors the SGA, the Screen Actors Guild, S A G, sorry, I got my letters backwards. Uh SAG SAG decided to go on strike. So yeah, that's that's happening. Uh fun stuff, but it was gonna happen. Streaming has literally changed how yeah. we consume media completely. 100%.
0: Yeah. So. That's why a lot of people were fighting get, you know, fighting against the whole idea of it. But, um, but yeah, I mean, that's big news. It's going to affect Star Wars, right? Um, I, I would imagine so. A lot of some of the shows uh, that are being filmed or in the process of being planned. Uh, hopefully, it doesn't affect Ahsoka at all. I would imagine that everything's kind of. Uh, I think it was almost
2: butt. done, pretty much. Right. Yeah, yeah I think, I think so, it, it might yeah. just
0: be editing. Uh, just compile. I'm sure the filming is is. Well, the show drops in August. The filming better be done by this point. Yeah. I would hope so. But uh, it's going to it's probably going to affect some. You know what? I got
2: a ways. I got a contact. Let me call that contact. I'm uh, real quick. Just give me a second. Beep, boop, boop, beep, beep boop, boop. Here we go. Ring, ring. Uh, yes. Uh, Look, uh, this is Johnny, you know, uh, from the airing of grievances podcast. We need to scoop. Could you please tell me if you guys are basically done with Ahsoka? Mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah. mm-hmm. hmm. Mm Yeah. Mm hmm. hmm. Oh, interesting! All right, they told me to quit calling them, <laughs> so. Okay. At Lucas least they phone. picked
1: up the phone. <laughs> they didn't have to answer.
0: That's true. I, yeah. I try like, to oh, Facetime it all the, the end, time. Go to voicemail. <laughs> I try to Facetime them all the time, and all I get is pictures of Jar Jar's <laughs> butthole oh. <laughs> <laughs> with the with the blah, blah, blah sound effect. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah, I thought you liked that, though. No, I. That's I a, did it first. That. I was like, "Wow, they responded," and then now it's yeah. getting a little rude. So. Well, that's what I send to all
2: my friends is a picture of Jar Jar's butthole. It's a sign of friendship for me, Brian. You'll get your, like your you, Brian. You'll get your it picture only fans,
1: It's called Jar Jar's butthole,
2: please. <laughs> and I'm making
0: millions. And <laughs> me's really rich. The title for this episode. <laughs> Well Brian, how are you, buddy? How are you? No nobody asked cool. you how you are.
1: Yeah, I'm good. Good. Uh things are good. And uh just ready to dive into something that is pretty deep cutty. Uh I think a lot of generic um Star Wars fans are not aware of this movie. Did you say
2: deep cutty? Is that what you said? Mm-hmm. yeah, oh, yeah. oh like Kid Cuddy's cousin the
1: cut he's cut isn't cut. he's cut (laughs) even deeper Yeah. (laughs) yeah we picked for this as we uh said on the last episode we picked for this episode to do the clone wars movie uh which is a little confusing because there's already a clone wars movie called star wars clone wars but you know uh why not double up on it and uh what are uh, you know initial
0: thoughts on this, Matt? Have you seen this before? Yes, I uh, I did. Uh, so way back, this came out in two thousand eight. So I, I think I was a junior in high school at that point. Um, I think junior or senior. I, I can't remember which month it came out, but um, my parents rented it. They're like, you want to? Because that was our again our thing. I mentioned all the time blockbuster. Saturday nights, we're getting movies, and I was actually very surprised. we like, "Oh, it's Star Wars. Let's let's give it a shot." And I was like, "Okay, I don't think this is gonna go well, but let's give it a shot." Because I just hate that when my when people like do stuff for you, it's just like it's it, it doesn't turn out good. Like like renting a movie. Callback story: Final Fantasy VII Advent Children is a great is a great video game, and it was a great movie um, thing. My dad rented it for because I asked for it. All right. My mom, sister, and brother all fell asleep during the movie. All right. Ruined our blockbuster Saturday night. And just me and my dad stayed up and watched it because we were familiar with the lore. I didn't want to do that with this, didn't necessarily want to do it. Um, And the reactions uh, around the family were largely similar. my, My mom passed out. Um, my brother was playing with his Godzilla toys somewhere, and my sister um just i don't think she gave a shit, so uh my dad was like kind of fell falling asleep a little bit, and i didn't know how to take it I just didn't know how to take it. it was weird to see a Star Wars movie that wasn't part of the 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 trilogies wasn't live action uh I didn't quite understand why it was happening at the time, and my first like you know viewing of it was uh it was like you know it's okay like it's it's okay the one thing that bothered me was the same thing that bothered me about the cartoon for so long up until now was the animation style and that's that that was the big turn off for me i thought it looked goofy but um but rewatching it you know obviously we're going to get into it rewatching it much different opinion of it kind of like solo um where i enjoyed it but um But yeah, first impressions were were not like overwhelmingly positive. You know, is it better than most of the sequel trilogy for sure? Uh, But my initial back in two thousand eight, not great. And
1: Johnny, this is your first time, right?
2: (laughs) Yeah, I never had seen this before. I was very aware of it, but this came out at a time. It came out after if I'm thinking correctly the animated series that the guy who did Samurai Jack had done. Uh and um I absolutely loved that one. It was just so cool and more in the it wasn't computer animated, it was just animated. And I really love that one a lot. To this day I still really dig it because it just that's the that's how I got introduced to Grievous in the first place. They became one of my favorite characters. Because he just looked so cool and he was badass. And uh that show was just awesome. But then like all of a sudden it was like they just scrapped that and it didn't exist anymore. And there was this new thing. And this is kind of in the height of everything animated going computer animated was was this. And I'm with Matt. I'm very I'm coming from a background of of from the art world and Art is very subjective, but I'm with Matt. The, I think I was more annoyed that this style that they'd already done that I really liked was now just gone, non-existent pretty much, and they replaced it with this. So I didn't even give it a chance. This is probably the first Star Wars thing that came out of the theater that I didn't go see, So, uh, which is a big deal because I'm usually – Gung Ho Star Wars, even if I don't like the movie, I'm like, I gotta go see it. Because maybe, you know, maybe I will. Uh, but so today was my first time actually watching this thing. And uh I'd already actually seen obviously I'd already seen like a couple seasons of the show that this basically starts off, and I do enjoy it quite a bit actually. So maybe it was good that I saw that first before coming back to this, because I don't know how it would be if it was the other way around.
1: That's a good point. The uh, cartoon series you were talking about uh, aired in two thousand and three. Yes, yes, yeah, and that was a Nickelodeon
2: show. I think it, it might have been. I I th- I, th- I think it's right before Disney and Star Wars came together. If I'm thinking correctly, mm-hmm.
0: possibly. Um, yeah i I've never actually never watched that one. That's something I'd like to do for a episode at some point. Uh, maybe I used I, to have the DVDs. I don't know if I still have them, but it's uh, it's on Disney Plus. I just seen it was on Disney Plus. I oh, don't know good, how long good. it's been good. up there for, but um, but people raved about it. It was uh, it was pretty cool. Um, from everything that I've been told, so yeah, right, I
2: really, was, you know, I really liked it quite a lot. So I didn't give this one a fair shake originally. What about it's, you, Brian?
1: Yeah, I uh got into this movie for the first time ever after already being aware of the series and watching several episodes of it and I probably watched it for the first time only like in maybe 2019. Oh, I okay. Say. So, I definitely know this is how I watched it. I uh was down visiting my grandmother. Um might have been Just for reference, I'm not trying to get any sympathy points here, but I may have been down for my grandfather's funeral. And so we were down there for a little while, you know, you get the the bereavement. So I was down there in in Kentucky visiting for a while and I brought my iPad with my Disney Plus. Yeah, I would have had it by then. uh, Subscription and that's how I watched it for the first time and i had my headphones on the same ones i'm wearing right now and i was just watching on my ipad uh, after everyone had gone to bed and uh i just couldn't because i couldn't shut my brain off for the night and i stumbled across that just looking through and i was like you know i've never watched this i've always i didn't know if i ever meant to but it was definitely something that was like in this like in the moment i was like uh this would be fun to watch and uh it was fun to watch um you know, we're going to get into the details of it, but there's so many little things that are like, ooh, I like this. I wish this was more represented in the movies, or I like this, and I wish this was better well-known and talked about and stuff like that. So I think that's what the Clone Wars kind of did. The The one caveat that I have for all of it is, if you ever hear Dave Filoni um, talking about this series, or the 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 movie and then the series um is the in the early years of it the involvement of george lucas he it was like a new project for it was like a new movie like it is a movie but like like his full motion pictures you know sequels and and prequels and stuff like he got like really into it and it was this passion project and it didn't these things weren't making any money and george lucas was using his own money to keep it afloat yep. to keep to keep it out there for us to consume and that's the only reason it still exists and because of that that thank god because that's how we got to have Dave Filoni today if it wasn't for George Lucas believing in it having so much fun with it and then having Dave there on his side as a writing partner and a guy that he was able to bounce ideas off of you know it was a an amazing collaboration that spawned you know, the future endeavors of Star Wars. And I think without this movie and then without the series that follows, we don't have a lot of this expanded Star Wars universe.
0: I Yeah, I I have to agree with that. I I actually forgot that George Lucas played, you know, a part where he was kind of involved, you know, because obviously I would say he's very hands-off now unless, you know, asked to be. But I forgot that George Lucas was still like kind of king of the castle at that point. And you made a great point about all this expanded stuff, right? If, if this movie isn't a financial success, which it was, um, you know, I I don't think they're, they have the, the funding, the, really the idea that they, this thing could be worthwhile, you know, it was, it was a, it was a great experience. You know, I I thought it was a great experiment, um, retro, you know, retrospectively a great experiment to see what they can do. And obviously it, it attracted attention, you know, Lowest grossing Star Wars film of all time. That's fine. That's not what they, I don't think they were going for that. I think they just wanted to test the water, see what Star Wars can get. And, and the end will justify the means. And
2: it's still paying dividends for them.
0: So yeah, Yeah, their animated series is great. I mean, it's great. Their, their animated stuff is, is, is on par.
2: I mean, they're literally breaking out Ahsoka as a live action thing now. Yes. You know.
0: So this is
2: definitely paying off for them in the long run. And what I found really fascinating is, you know, I was talking about me and you both, Matt, we were talking about the animation style. You can actually start with that with this movie and then fast forward to the very recent uh, animated offerings that's in that same style, and they have really improved it so much now. It looks so much smoother and better. Cause that's one thing I really paid attention to in this one was just how kind of... Uh, the best way I would put it would be they kind of move like video game cutscenes in a way. Yes. But obviously, more, there's more money behind it, definitely. But that's kind of how they move a little bit. Very stiff in a couple instances. But uh, yeah, very uh, 2000s. I found that part of a really very 2000s. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well,
1: and the styling of it, even just you know, there's no movement to anything that should be natural, like hair and stuff like that. Yeah, It always reminded me, and it didn't take it away too much for me personally, but uh, it reminded me of those Duracell commercials back in the day of when the the people that had, like, the batteries, like, stuck into their backs. Oh, yeah, (laughs) yeah. How it's, like, just, like, blocky and, like, stuck. Like, that's, when I looked at Dooku's, you know, beard, I'm like, it's just like a Lego block, like stuck to the bottom of his face. <laughs>
2: yeah, I mean, I, I personally yeah. like very stylized type art. So the actual character designs, I would never had a problem with. In fact, I think some of them look pretty sweet. I think Dooku looks really awesome, honestly. But uh, it's it's just the way the actual animation, the movements yeah. and stuff that would that was off to me for a little bit. I think and now I they wonder, now they're awesome.
1: I almost wonder if they were even if they like. Could they even achieve it? Maybe that's why yeah. like they didn't even attack it, because they were like, I don't think we can pull this off.
0: Right. It, it, it's, yep. it, it was really starting to hit its stride, I think, in in that those late, like, 2000s, right? Um, it really started to hit its stride. When you think about some of those early CGI, like, three-dimensional shows. And Bugs uh,
2: Life and Toy Story are all, like, 90s movies.
0: 90s movies. I'm thinking, yeah. like, you know, like just... just be, you know, Beast Wars, right? Or yeah, like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, remember that CGI? Like, <laughs> yeah,
2: this does look way better than Beast Wars. I'll give it that. Way better than. <laughs> that. Sure. I mean, I would
0: hope so. It came out like fifteen <laughs> years after it, but, um, but rest in peace, butt. Rest in peace, Dino-Bot. In peace, Dinobot. <laughs> that was a great show, but, uh, but yeah, it was making strides, and now it's it, it's you, you have to right baby steps, uh, and yeah. and now it's it's so seamless. Like, I if. If you look at the progress from then to now, I'm excited to see what we can have, you know, in that same span of time, which was, I think, it, well, I think it 15 years. I think it's a 15-year span, you know, 15 years in the future. What are animated CGI? Um, I don't even know what call it CGI. But these 3D-esque shows, what are they going to look like? Can they going to look like real people. Well, it's probably going to be AI, but um, it's probably going to be AI just picture okay. perfect
1: final fantasy. final fantasy you know they they had that movie that came out
2: that uh
0: they're still doing stuff like
2: that matt did yeah. you see the trailer for the next i'm not even making this up resident evil type movie is yes uh, something yes like this looks very good very yeah. good yeah. i was i was thinking i was like i bet Matt'll like this better than the movie than the show at least brother
0: <laughs> their <laughs> their animated stuff is really really good like yeah. top notch and i very good representation of the video games so and at
2: least had the characters because I actually knew those characters. <laughs>
0: yes. Those characters who will not be in my made up cart racing game. Uh, none of the good ones, not a yeah. single one of the good ones. Um, <laughs> but, uh but yeah, the strategy they made is, is really, really cool. And, and I think my favorite thing about it too, is that they found a way to connect it. You get worried when it's something is live action based, like live action heavy, and you see an animated show. Because there's usually minimal connectivity, usually the show's just like you know it's not canon, but they've done such a good job of keeping all that unified and, and referencing you know uh, the animated stuff references happenings from the live action and vice versa, and that's such an important thing for me too, because again, I don't think a lot of shows were doing that at that point in time they're 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 animated stuff. You know, to a live action, their animated stuff was a completely separate entity. That's you just really just hoping to get you know viewers, sponsors, and just capitalize off of the actual name. And it's usually not not that not all that great. So,
1: well, will we see we get into kind of what the gist of this was first? Let me uh, give some acknowledgments to the voice acting because that's key here. Uh, we have Matt Lander, who handles handles the voice acting for Anakin Skywalker. You have Ashley Eckstein, who uh, voice acts for Ahsoka Tano. And the great James Arnold Taylor uh, doing a phenomenal job of Obi-Wan Kenobi. And then it's narrated by who I associate with the most now iconic voices in Star Wars in a weird way to me. Uh, Tom Kane brings you into the movie. And then if you continue to watch, if you watch the Clone Wars TV show, you know, he narrates all those too. which I just that is my favorite touch on all this Clone Wars stuff is his narration just like kind of sets it apart for me. Oh, like for I would, sure. if they tried to take it out, you know, I'd be like, oh, man, that was like my favorite part. It's
2: really good. Yeah, I did I, like I did like that the movie this movie even starts with that. Yeah, I did. I did really like that. It really That's one thing that's kind of jarring about this. If you don't know anything about this movie is that it really just starts happening.
0: (laughs) Right. Yeah. They they wasted no time. And I, and and I, I'd be remiss. I think that's how you say it. um, If we didn't acknowledge too, that the great um, Christopher Lee did count Dooku as well. Oh, wow. I don't know if you guys picked up on that, but that's like, that was really big. I think, I mean, that's, That's kind of his swan. That's really a swan song for Star Wars is kind of like saying goodbye. I'm not sure. I can't remember when Christopher Lee passed away. It was some time after that. But yeah, really, really cool. When a big name actor like that, who I don't know how much animated stuff he's done. I know he's, you know, metal rock band and all that stuff. Pretty, pretty cool dude. But uh, I was really, really grateful to, you know, to know that he wanted to leave that for I, I kind of want to look up the reasoning. I feel like there was a special reasoning for it, but that why he took the time to, to to portray this character. That voice is so iconic. Oh yeah. And, uh, and I love the Count Dooku character, top five Star Wars character all time for me. And, uh, but it was, yeah, really tremendous to, to hear and see that he was part of it.
1: And then I guess the last one, cause it's super important because you hear his voice literally like 80% of the movie and in the Clone Wars is, uh, d bradley baker provides the voices wow. of all the clones which i think he does an excellent job of you know mimicking which is the best thing about this is other than christopher lee for this one movie if you watch the Clone wars tv shows like all these are mimicking the uh actors in the movies i, wasn't near, yeah, I something was something that
0: I was pretty happy. I was almost convinced for a second that uh, Samuel Jackson was doing Mace Windu. I was really impressed. Yeah. I was almost I was really impressed with that. Portrayal. I, I had
2: to stop and listen. Yeah, I stopped and listened. I was like, wait a minute. I, I,
0: I didn't feel like that with the Clone Wars show. I'm not sure who was kept on as far as voice actor wise. um, But uh, but yeah, it was a really, really, really. Um, well done as far as voice voice narration and trying to hit everything as, you know, as close to the original characters as they could.
1: Yeah, I think they did a good job. So why don't we go to Johnny, because he's the one with the freshest eyes on this thing. Yes. Uh, Johnny, why why do you think this was a success to you? I want to hear, like, your perspective of, like, why this may have worked.
2: I think it did work personally. I really enjoyed this movie actually uh, it has its faults for sure, we've already kind of talked about the animation uh and it's and at its heart, it's really just a glorified episode, like a really like this could have been split up into like four episodes really. Yeah. I really wanted to, but it obviously is the pilot for the show. Uh, they do a really good job I really liked this I was prepared to like one of the things that did stand, <laughs> one of the things that did stand out to me though is there's a scene where and it's near the beginning oh. it's kind of when you first meet ahsoka and she's uh and her and Anakin are trying to get to turn off the you know the uh bubble what's that thing what do they call that thing the bubble oh,
0: like that shield generator the that shield, that shield the bubble yeah.
2: shield yeah so they're like, well, how are we going to get in there? So he's like, she's like, can we go behind them? Can we go to the side? Anakin's like, no, I got a great idea. And his idea was, let's hide in this box. <laughs> Did they not see them run into the, in front of them to get into the box? Did, um, I, I was really bothered by that. <laughs> I was like, they could come up with something better than I'm just doing this box thing. But other than that, I really did like this movie quite a bit. There's, I mean, there's all kinds of seeds they're planting here. I mean, you get to see a lot of really cool characters. I mean, even the Huts are represented here, which is pretty neat. You know, uh, you get to meet, obviously, some really cool new characters. Uh, I mean, the they do a great job. Star Wars always has, but they do a really good job here of introducing you to a new villain. You know, she looks so awesome. Um, you know, it, and this is really cool getting to see Ahsoka here because like I mean, just even how she holds her lightsaber is freaking sweet. You know, just the way she kind of holds it different from everybody else. That's also the one thing I don't think people talk about enough when it comes to Star Wars. Uh, Star Wars nerds is just how varied the different fighting styles really kind of are. Yeah, and 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 when it comes to that, so I just I, I just really like that. The action's really good in this; it doesn't slow down. As soon as it starts going, it's just you just zipping around left and right, something's always happening. So I really did enjoy that. The voice acting I thought was superb. I really guys, I really I really like this movie. It was a lot of fun. I was expecting to have it in the background while I was doing other stuff, but I ended up mostly just watching it, which is a good sign. I can't claim that for some of the other Star Wars stuff we've seen on here. <laughs> 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 uh but I can't claim that here. I really but I am curious what I would have thought if I had seen this when it came out. Mm-hmm. Because I'm looking at it now with, uh, you know, having seen the show that it spawned and these characters that it kind of spawned or built on that have made me love those characters more. You know, how I would have felt if I'd seen this going into this with knowing none of that, what it would eventually kind of help, you know, spur later on. So, very curious what I would think. But I'm glad I did see it. I'm very happy. That I watched this thing, it was man, it was, it was it was honestly just a really good time, and I can't ask for more in a movie. So I, I thought this was great. I
1: mean, the Johnny
2: runtime too, an hour and forty minutes. Thank you for saying that. Yeah, it didn't go over two hours. It's a couple of the shorter Star Wars movies, right? It's got to be. Got to be. Yes. Uh, so, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Star Wars, Clone Wars, for not overstaying. You're welcome as well. I very much appreciate <laughs> that. In the era of every movie has to be two and a half hours long, this was a uh, just a bit of fresh air. Agreed. Agreed. Go
1: ahead, man.
0: All right. So, um, I'm. I guess so. I'm the only one who I guess seen this sh- movie before watching the Clone Wars cartoon. Correct? Is that what I've gathered from nope, today? Yes. Okay. I'm kind of glad that I have that perspective, but I think, I, I, like, I'm glad that I've been converted. I'm glad that I could say that. Hey, I seen this very objectively, maybe biased the first time I seen it. And had my thoughts and then seen what stemmed from it, what came from Because there are some, sometimes, you know, where you can look back at a movie or some kind of property later on a season or two down the line and look back and see where it started and be like, you know what? I appreciate this. Uh, and I'm, I'm really glad that I got to have that experience. There was some really, really cool moments. Like, like Johnny, like Brian, you, you guys said, um, uh, You know, it's the action started off very, you know, heavy, right in the middle of a a battle. And this is what could be expected, right? This is what people want to see. What happened in between those three years, between Episode 2 and Episode 3? And, uh, you know, I did love, obviously, the the introduction of Ahsoka, because we all know how legendary that character has become. Uh, She is heralded as, you know, one of the most powerful Force users of all time. Uh, best duelist you know getting her own show who would have thought back in 2008 when that show dropped that Ahsoka would be uh it would have that legendary icon status that that she does that she that, that she does and of course you know just even making the transition from from animated to, to live action right she's about to get thrust into probably one of the biggest live action series that we've ever seen um in a, in a very very major role and it's like she's been the perfect bridge between the old trilogy and the prequel trilogy, I, th- I think. Uh, it's it's really cool to hear – to see her just kind of living through all of this. Um,
2: yeah, man, I'm, I want to uh, interrupt you real quick because I wanted to say this that i have sure. forgotten. Uh, one thing that I really, really liked about this movie, uh, and I kind of wish we had more of it, but I understand why we, you, you get more of it in the show and not on this movie, is – the relationships between the three main characters here, uh, yeah. Obi-Wan and Anakin. I love how they play off each other. And then when you throw in Ahsoka here, it's really, really fascinating and interesting. And you want to see where this is going to go.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, that, that's that been the heart of star Wars, right? Is those, those, those relationships in between the main characters, that, that's been the heart of it all. Um, The, the, the very sequels, <laughs> f- what yeah, it's except for the sequels. And yeah. Man, we're gonna someday we're gonna look back on it, and I'm gonna hate him twice as much as I do now. Um but uh but no, I mean like the, the dynamic between Anakin and Obi-Wan, you know, this is a couple years after Revenge of the Sith, mind you. So this is the first like Star Wars thing that has dropped since Revenge of the Sith did three years prior. So we know how it ended. All right to look back, it just adds, it just adds to it. It just adds to it. It adds the emotion, just seeing them joke and, 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 you know, just discuss things back and forth and, and, and posture, you know, posture themselves. Anakin, he's not a a Padawan anymore. He's a Jedi Knight. And it's just, the dynamic is just so fun. Um, And of course, Anakin's first impression of taking on a Padawan and Ahsoka, which he didn't want, this must be some mistake, but he sees, Uh, What she can be. So um, he takes that. There was one scene early on, too, that uh, (laughs) really triggered me. I was kind of early on, maybe midway through, uh, when they saved Jabba's son. All right. Uh, Ahsoka acknowledges that Jabba's son looks a little sick. He's, I think, not something feverish. So Anakin puts his gloved hand over Jabba's son's forehead. Oh yeah, he's kinda warm, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you guys caught that. I mean, maybe it's a maybe it's because he's he's force sensitive, he picked it up, but but there's I, a lot of
2: stuff about that. Like when the little guy's kinda uh trying to get away, he just grabs him really <laughs> harshly by the tail and pulls him out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like this is like this little guy is incredibly important to the whole plot of this movie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> kinda cute though. Kind of cute for a little hut. Oh, uh yeah. But, there, yeah, there was, I mean, the lightsaber dueling was fun. Um, I got to say the the Anakin Dooku thing was 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 really neat. Just enough, just a small taste of, um, you know, just, just enough. I felt like there wasn't enough Obi-Wan in this. I don't know if you guys picked up on that as well. But, it, it, obviously, Obi-Wan was off kind of doing his own thing. Um, but it was primarily done to set up the Anakin Ahsoka relationship. Yeah. He
2: did have a really cool lightsaber
0: fight, but yeah. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I do like that they between the different lightsaber battles, you got to see the different styles of their way, the way they yield their wield, their lightsabers were even shown in just a, you know, an animated yeah, cartoon movie, which is pretty impressive. There was a few times where I noted even just like, I'm like, oh, they they literally like Obi-Wan. Uh it wasn't during one of the Lightsaber Battles, but it was when he was taking out one of the droids. He like flipped it like behind his back and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah. that was that's pretty impressive animation right there. You know, it really, to, yeah. Because it didn't look awkward, which I was trying to like really focus on. I'm like, let's see if this animation is as awkward as I kind of thought it was at times.
0: <laughs> no, it like, yeah, it turned out really movie. well. Um, right, it was him and it was him and Ventress. Uh, which yeah. is cool. They had a big, pretty big rivalry, and actually, they ended up teaming up at one point in, um, in the Clone Wars show. He drops a
1: darling. Did you catch it?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> which me and Matt read a book called Brotherhood.
0: Yes. Which is
1: the actual, and this is in my notes. Is the only reason I'm bringing it up now. That's the actual introduction of Ventress. Technically, in canon time, yeah. But they, like, wrote this script in a way like you're supposed to know who Ventress was, which was weird. Because Brotherhood yeah. comes out last year, May of 2022. Yeah. And this was released in 2008. So 14 years difference. Why did I always, like, it bothered me a little bit, but not enough for me to get real mad. Because I like, think that they. they writing the script, like, right. we should know who Ventress is.
2: They do yeah, that intentionally.
0: intentionally. Yes.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Because I went into this having already known who she was. So, like, she wasn't new to me because I'd seen her on the show. Right. Yeah. But
1: in I, 2008, if you had seen this brand right. new, it right. may have bothered each one of us. Like, why do they keep saying her name like it's someone we know? Well, yeah, but right. even then, it's like the, the darling was already, like, George Lucas had it in his head that he was always going to use this, like, I don't know, like, backhanded chivalrous, like talk to her to like,
0: kind of like irk her all the time, which I think it's a, it's, that's been a strength of star Wars. They've never had a dilute, like so much time into origin stories because they know the expanded universe, the books will all catch it. I think that's been one of star Wars strengths. You know, a lot of movies, they take so much time establishing new characters, giving them backstory. And it's, it's honestly, it's a, it's a, it's a movie like momentum killer. I mean, even
2: in this movie, when they're going back to Tatooine, like he doesn't want to talk about it, right? Even though he's asked about it, and that could have been a whole twenty minutes of him just be like, "Well, this and this and this happened." That we already knew. That
0: we already already know, right? Yeah, you know. And there's so much more. Like, yeah, you you can fill it in. And I I hope, I want to believe that they knew the direction that they would go in. um, But you know, even still, like everybody's curious about but you know was called curious about palpatine's origins it was kind of left in a cliffhanger. they're like, yeah, we'll just say it, go with it, and then explain it down the road in book form or video game do it. Do yeah. it do it, do it uh and that's been star I think star wars strength when it comes to telling stories for the most part um <laughs> for the most part unless they have some kind of sweet three part book series about you know, Benicio del Toro's stuttering guy that you want to find out the background about her, Ray, find out her origins, which we kind yeah. of lightly know. But uh, I did like, because I, obviously I don't think we're ever going to get the opportunity, but uh, seeing Anakin Skywalker standing in the same spot that his son would stand many years later in front of Jabba right above the, the with the, um, with the Rancor, right above the gate where the Rancor was hiding underneath. That was cool to see. Uh, it's little shit like that that does it for me. I, I, I like the references. I like the connectedness. I like picturing. I, I, I like, I like that connectivity, you know, um, seeing stuff like, was it Force Unleashed 2, you know, seeing Boba Fett on, like on Camino. Obviously, that's yeah. not canon anymore, but that's where he was raised. That's where his father was and battled Obi Wan. But seeing him in the rain and the armor on, like that's little stuff that I like to see, and I love the interconnect. I like, I love the family dynamics in Star Wars like that much. Yeah. So to see that, you know, um, you know, another example is like Luke and Darth Vader having that a sweet hallway scene, right, where they just kind of come out and start hacking and slashing. I love that stuff. That's so important to me uh, when it comes to storytelling and just acknowledging what was for the longest time. Star Wars wasn't doing that. Yeah, sure, we knew where the story would go, but this, the the separate trilogies were just so different. And when you get to see things kind of line up and parallel, I guess in a way, uh, or make references that that's that's very important for me. But uh, but yeah, I I loved this second watch along. I, I'm. Again, I appreciate it more now that I've seen the Clone Wars and what it become, uh, because it is so important. I just, I, I always work again, I always worried about stuff being non-canon, but, um, but I, yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed this movie. I didn't understand the negative reception it had overall. I wonder if, I wonder if, you know, obviously I, I was one Johnny had a, had a, had a, not like a sour taste in his mouth, but, a, um, uh, like a i guess a a prejudice a prejudice against it yeah. ran right yeah. out of the gate yeah cuz
2: let's just go ahead and get this out of the way when it came out it was not reviewed well
0: no no i think it got like it's eight. got i mean i just
2: look it's got 18 on rotten tomatoes and 18% yeah
0: and how many people retrospectively would change that after seeing the clone wars and seeing how yeah. the animation i'm i'm sure it would, that number would be vastly different so
1: i think a lot of people just get hung up on I think the storyline, They I think they just don't enjoy the whole rescue of the baby hut. I would imagine a lot of them are just like, this is dumb. You know what I mean? Where it's like, no, it's George Lucas is having fun kind of connecting some dots here. Once again, Tatooine being this weird center of the universe, center of the galaxy, yeah. even on the outer rim. You, know you actually I mean?
2: get to see that it's a hut family. It's not just one guy, one yes. slug guy.
1: Yeah. There's oh, don't worry, family Johnny. There. Uh, as you, if you decide to watch, and you, I mean, we may force you at one point to watch uh, some of the Clone Wars series, they're far, oh, I'm, I'm aware. Yes. Even more annoying. Quite oh, annoying, I'm aware. I'm, I am aware. Here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is very light, these, uh, these
0: characters. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Brian, right, what about you, bud?
1: Yeah. I mean, um, we can, we kind of hit on a lot of things that would hit on it t- to me. And I, I think I've said this in previous episodes to me, this is my Anakin Skywalker. This is how I wish the Hayden Christensen portrayal was more like you. you I mean, even in the short uh, an hour and 40 minutes, Johnny, you could obviously see the difference in the way that they were directing this character to be portrayed. Yes, it's different between live action and someone sitting behind a microphone watching the animation on screen. So you portray it differently, but they don't there's no whininess. There's no any of that. like they purposely like make it away like Anakin's already grown up. So it's a little unfortunate like that retrospect. There's no teenager angst with him and he's already more grown up in it. But at the same time. There's there's just this cadence, there's just this way of the dialogue is delivered that I enjoy a thousand percent more than I ever did with, uh, especially the Clone Wars, you know, movie. Um, once again, I said his name before, but I should probably uh, bring up the actor's name again. Matt, Lan- Matt Lanter. Uh, I, the, the I have anime. to
0: admit, when I read Star Wars books now, I read it in his voice. Wow, Hayden and I again. I love Hayden's performance. I will defend it till the end of time. Um, and I want to see more of Hayden Christensen. But I do read like that whole Thrawn book. I read it in in his voice, in the animated Anakin's voice. That uh, was it, alliances or whatever it was. Yeah,
2: Mm -hmm. it also has it, it also has the benefit too. In fairness to the the movies, we're actually watching him grow up, and this. Takes place after he's already grown up. He's already a Jedi, and it's very obvious that he was set up to take on a Padawan because they they knew he was ready for that. Yeah. So he's yeah. matured, and they do a really good job of showing that in this that he's matured, and uh, it's it's a different, more grown up, yeah, and thinking.
1: Which is weird because if you listen to the near the narrator in the beginning, you know they talk about the battle of Geonosis. You know, which kicks off the Clone Wars, um, where Anakin still has a little, you know, little Padawan braid, yeah, right. And he doesn't now. You know what I mean? So he lost that, um, without any of us ever getting to see that, which is a little unfortunate. You know, then that maybe that's something that could have been tacked onto this. And maybe did they do it
0: in it. the cartoon? In that old cartoon? <sighs> I. Oh, it's been forever since I've seen it. Because they mention it in that he brotherhood
1: book. Has it, book. He has it in, in that cartoon. I can picture Anakin with it. Right. So in, I don't know if it happens during Because
0: in the, in that Brotherhood book that Brian and I read, they actually discuss it, the ceremony yeah. of him becoming a knight, where That's he cuts it a- off and he gifts it to Pat. he gives he gifts the Padawan braid to, to Padme. I laughed um, when he did that. <laughs> and then when he made fun of Obi Wan's bullet in episode two, that was <laughs> beautiful. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so um, I, I think the uh, the voice acting in this is excellent. Uh, I encourage anyone um, who's a diehard Star Wars fan, you're probably already a fan of this podcast, but Star Wars Theory, who's been doing this stuff for years and years and years, I've been a big fan of his work for years, um, they did an awesome interview with the guy that does the voice of Obi-Wan Kenobi and him just talking about him and Matt's uh, relationship and the way they were able to get the characters to play off of each other. It seems very... Because they're different ages, so you can almost see just like an older brother, younger brother between the two voice actors, which is super fun. I had a fun uh, laugh out loud moment when the clone tries punching a droid and then he screams in pain. <laughs> I absolutely <laughs> love that. That's such a great little detail. Oh, clankers. Oh, it, it, like it, he does the classic. Uh, it's got a certain name for the voice when he does like the scream. There's like a, when you get tossed off a cliff. You're, oh! Oh, oh, what? oh, the, uh,
2: Wilhelms, the Wilhelm Screamer. Yeah, he like does that. a
1: Wilhelm screamer. Yeah. Scream. <laughs> yeah. Which I That was great. We, I mean, we already hit on it. The introduction of Ahsoka, uh, Ventress, and then Rex, which we'll get into in a minute when we transition to how we're going to end this episode. In um, like a five to ten minute span, it's just amazing. It's just awesome. Just seeing these characters just introduce one after another after other. And then if you continue watching the series... You know, it's super fun Um, just seeing these characters early on without having any baggage and without having anything tied to them whatsoever. Just here's this twerpy kid. Go enjoy her growing up. Here's this super pissed off bald chick for some reason who's got two lightsabers. Once again, go enjoy her. And then, oh, yeah, by the way, one of the most badass clones is Rex and just get to know him because he's not going anywhere. As we know from watching other stuff, so uh, let's rate this thing. I'll jump out the gate right now. A um, little weird to rate it against the movies, but we're gonna do it anyways. But uh, against the full length two hour plus movies, I'd have I'd, I'd give this like a seven. I think I think I'm at a solid seven out of ten. Because Johnny already said it, it's action nonstop. It's got great characters. Christopher Lee's back doing the voice of Dooku. Um, so many little fun things there. So for me, huge thumbs up and a and a solid seven. That's
0: where I'm feeling too.
2: I complete agreement. Yeah, <laughs> I, had, I had
0: seven on my mind as well. I mean, obviously, there's a lot more that you know that maybe could. I'm trying to think of what could have been done to make it a higher score, but. I think it fits in very, very nicely at a at a seven out of ten. It was it was good. It was fun, action oriented, capture the magic of the Clone Wars, capture the magic yeah. of Star Wars. I think a seven out of ten is very, very appropriate. And I think that might be the first time we've all all three of us have agreed on uh on one score ranking. It didn't yep. take a
2: character I love and destroy him, so
1: very grateful for that (laughs) no no in fact a lot of these characters just keep getting better and better as you (laughs) uh, continue the series I did have one question for you guys sure Uh, when you were watching this and you were introduced to the politics of it all right and then that was the first time that you saw it was the first time we saw Ventress Dooku and then the, the holocron, not holocron, the um the holographic image of Palpatine as right. the emperor or whatever, Darth, whatever. Um, that is like spitting in the face of the rule of two, which every time they do this in Star Wars, they kind of like skirt around it without ever acknowledging it. Did that bother you?
0: That used to bother me because they've obviously they've done that before. Um, obviously the the Inquisitors, you know, the Inquisitors played a factor, and um, uh, it, it could be inquired about that. And then it it doesn't bother me because it's not an official Sith,
1: no Darth title,
0: right? Yeah,
1: no, no
2: I'm, title. I, yeah, I'm the same. Uh I, I don't think it ever bothered me because they uh, the rule of two is to me is like a hierarchy type thing. Like those are the top two. And then but there are ones under them. That's so how it always kind of felt to me. right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like you know, Grievous, for example, I'm just throwing out one of my favorite characters, technically never a Sith. Right, and right. It, but he was still freaking awesome. So uh but yeah, it never really bothered me per se.
0: I yeah, I used to think about I used to think about that when I first heard about the Inquisitors ten so years ago, right before Rebels or right when Rebels got announced. I was like, that doesn't make sense. But they were basically just subservient, just agents of the Dark They're Side assassins. assassins. Yeah, and if, right, and
2: if it was just two of them, they'd get you know they would against like a million Jedi. It doesn't really, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. There's bound to be people under them, right. right. Yes. Well I, even I was, in the book
1: you just finished, Matt, there's um you, you know, we're not trying to spoil anything because I'm hoping people are looking at okay. how the Arab Empire's happening, but you know, even Jade there, she's she reveals she's, right yes, that, yes. Right, she was an ass, assass- she was an assassin. She was the right she claims she was the right hand to the Emperor.
0: The Emperor's hand, yeah. Um, man, it's fun watching, reading that story just unfold. So Um,
1: it, it, they, they, but that was written at a time and we'll move on after this, but that was written at a time where the rule of two wasn't discussed in canon. Uh, it wasn't until we watched the movie, the clone wars where Yoda says there's always two and Mace goes, yeah, but which one?
0: Oh yeah. Phantom Menace, Phantom Menace. Yeah. They mentioned it in 99. So
1: Right. So he says, you know, which one was that? So Yeah.
0: yeah, But it's, so, a, it's a good question because I think a lot of people inquire about that often.
1: Right. And Ventress's story is super fun. I encourage everyone that likes to listen and or read books. I'm a big listener. Matt's a big reader. But uh, that Brotherhood book um, delves in a lot of that stuff with Ventress and it's super fun. Yeah. So, Highly recommend. Okay, I kind of did this last minute springing it on you guys. Uh, sorry about that. I meant to do it earlier on in the chat a couple of days ago. But because we're talking Clone Wars and then we're going to move on to Johnny's Choice next week, before we moved on to something else, um, what are our favorite Clone Wars characters? Dark side, light side, don't matter. Just anyone that's involved in the dialogue. And let's real quick just kind of build our own Mount Rushmore of clone wars era characters
0: sure um i'll go first so obviously i think the first one for me is uh is ahsoka it is obviously she's she's on she's in the number one no, not number one respectfully but easy choice here her character was established in here i used to remember trying to discuss star wars with people and everyone like no ahsoka tano like she's like legit like super powerful she beat up this dude this dude that dude i'm like uh, she's just an animated character. I don't know about that. And then you find out, you know, it, obviously her star is shown for that. Um, I'm going to do Count Dooku next. And yeah. it was weird that it's, it may sound for people because Count Dooku kind of played behind the scenes a little bit. When you think about Count Dooku's screen time between episode two and three, it's not very much. This fleshed him out so much better. Then it gave him depth. It made his actions more meaningful, Um, uh, you know, which was obviously very, very, very uh, important to uh, the Count Dooku story. It's part of the reason why I love him. So, you know, I love and and, and adore the character so much. Uh, My next, I will go with, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Anakin. Because obviously, you know, the, the portrayal of Anakin is is a lot better. According to many, I'm starting to find it, it's just it's nice to see more of that instead of instead of, hey, between episodes one, two and three, we got to get him from young kid to Darth Vader. Right. That's the whole point of it is is baby steps towards that instead of just enjoying instead of really just enjoying the character where he's at. I feel like this show did a really good job. The show, everything, did a really good job of just having Anakin be Anakin. We could see him. Um, we, we can just see him through that perspective, you know, the, the perspective of that that time frame and and the best version of him. Uh, and then my last one. Oh, boy, this one's tough. This was, I have a couple of potentials, but... I would probably, I would probably say Yoda. All right, again, weird. A lot of clones took took you know some big big leaps. You know, became known through this show. But again, Yoda was a non-factor, like essentially a non-factor in episode one. Didn't really hit a stride, you know, stride till the end of episode two. And in episode three, he was kind of just he was doing stuff. But man, it gave a lot of depth and, and showed the involvement of Yoda and. For better, for worse, when Yoda got involved storyline wise, right, kayfabe, uh, when Yoda got heavily involved in the wars, it kind of showed that even the purest uh, of Jedi, right, was corrupted by this whole political war. I guess so. Um, but Yoda was very, very heavily involved in, the, in in the Clone Wars show. So I think that would be my top four. Alternately, I would maybe say, and I don't want to spoil anybody else, but like Rex or Asajj Ventress. Um, those would probably be like my alternates in the in this show. But
1: uh Johnny, I know you're at maybe a disadvantage, uh you know, you're handicapped in a way, not having as much of a lore of some of the characters involved in this.
2: I, I have seen two seasons, so I can kind of go off that.
1: This is gonna work.
2: Yeah. Uh Ahsoka is online, obviously. What a fantastic character. Dooku is online. He is I've really really starting to find him really fascinating and matt's right this show uh, and this movie too just actually get you get you to see how actually important he was to to the dark side right like cuz you don't really truly get that in the movies that he really was the second one right you don't really get that but here they do a good job of showing just like he's he's running things man uh ob1 i got to go ob1 is going to go here for me. I just love Obi-Wan. He's going to, he's going to make it. And I can't do this without Grievous. So that's my four. I'd have Grievous on mine. Alternately, because I know he comes back and, uh, I do. I've always liked Darth Maul. He'd be my alternate. Probably.
1: If you ever do a rebel zero one, um, you can use him for that too. So that's good to see (laughs) for me. I mean, Ahsoka, you know, we're three for three there. That's easy. Um, Next has to be Rex, because a lot of the Clone Wars series to me is about the clones. It really is. It's they they are such a huge part of every successful mission. Um that it gave a uh, personality. I, yeah. I know, right? Isn't that fun? Um in in the first season, there's a particular uh two-part episode which really does a great job of which I, I remember watching it and it's like it pulls on the heartstrings. I'm like, man, you're doing this to kids now. Y'all messed up. You're you are sick people. you're you're messing with pe- your kids' you know, emotions like this, Cause yeah. they
2: don't do it in Star Wars. They don't have a character to literally just go out and murder younglings. That never happens.
1: <laughs> At least maybe that is. You know, he's a bad guy. You know, it's it's. I don't know. It's different when you just see a random robot being knocking down some of your favorite characters, but. Uh so definitely Rex. I love Rex, big fan. Um and then I would have to go Ventress. I, I think Clone Wars is so much about Ventress, and because Darth Maul does take that back seat, um, you know, someone had to fill the void as far as being just like doing the grunt work of the dark side. So I thought she's a great character. I love her and Obi Wan's interactions, they're always fantastic. And then I would be with Matt on this one where it's got to be Anakin. You know, it's the Clone Wars is Anakin. We even see it in the very first movie ever, you know, talking when Obi-Wan's talking to Luke in the cave there or whatever, back at home. And and he's talking about fighting in the Clone Wars, and he's just raving about how awesome, you know, (laughs) his dad was. You know, Anakin was the greatest general, and you get to see that. You get to see a little bit in this movie, even though I think they – it had a little fun having him bailed out by his brand new Padawan, which is interesting, which is maybe important to the character that he needed to kind of have his uh, ego checked in a way that it was humbling, but at the same time empowering because he's like, oh, you didn't just stick me with just some schlub. Like Yoda hand picked out who he deemed to be maybe like the next big jedi just like obi-wan was you know everyone knew the great power of obi-wan if you read some of the old school legend stuff um it works here too where you know anakin gets gifted ahsoka who is a fantastically uh talented jedi apprentice which is super fun to see and uh i look forward to the day that we decide to take on the clone Wars series because there's a lot there uh for you, Matt, because I know you're a big fan of this. Um, at least you know I know you've played this game. So the episode three game that came out, which yes, is actually yes. before the movie, that is the voice acting of this cast. Is so it really?
0: This oh, that is cool. So I had, I had no idea. You get to hear
1: the Anakin, but from not out of Hayden's mouth, out of Matt's mouth instead, which is kind of fun.
0: That's actually really cool. I, yeah, I I played it recently too, and it didn't even cross my mind. So that's that's I. That's a very cool Easter egg. Thank
1: you for that, Brian. And people played that game uh, before the movie came out, and man, imagine the
0: spoilers. Yeah there there were there were quite a bit I'm sure. Were you I'm one sure. of
1: those did you did you play the game before the movie? No. No.
0: Okay. You Oh,
1: Johnny, bro, was? Johnny was.
2: I love those games. Uh I did those and the those were in the same vein of the Lord of the Rings ones kind of did the same thing. Yeah. yeah. And I love all those all those games are I have really fun memories of.
0: Okay. Those are two of the best Lord of the Rings, the Two Towers and Return of the King. And then that episode three Star Wars game were some of the best movie adaptation games yeah. of all time. And, and criminally underrated because uh, nobody even talks about them anymore. But they're no. really good. People, I think they're People are clamoring for a Return of the King remake because that, that game, I still play that occasionally. It's so good. Yeah. I used to love those transitions they used to do from the live action to the video Me too. game. It's like, wow. Yes. Dude, you think back, like in 2002, 2003. Wow, it's so Oh, it's so lifelike. Like look, look how good it is. And then now you look at it it's yeah. like <laughs> I did the same thing back then. Because
2: <laughs> they would intersplice like game with the movie. And they just yeah. it was seamlessly trans transition yeah. back in the day. Yeah. We didn't have a lot back then, everybody. <laughs>
1: no, we didn't. No. The uh James Arnold Taylor, um, when he talks about Doing the voice of the video game and how he had so much stuff spoiled for him, and he was such a big Star Wars fan. I feel so bad for him because it's like, oh man, that does suck. He's doing all the voice acting and stuff like way before the movie's coming out in theaters. That does suck. I didn't even think about that.
2: Yeah, because those who don't know, if you've never played those, it literally follows the plot of the movie. You're playing the movie basically,
0: it expands on some things, but you know. Like some of the some of the areas are much, there's much bigger depth too, but yeah. yeah. So, all right. I think that's a wrap. Uh, Johnny, did you decide on next month's episode? I did. I did. I wanted
2: to do something fun. We're going to do something fun. We're going to go. Uh, this was fun, so let's even take that and knock it up a notch. In my opinion, this is one of the better, if not best, Spoof films of all time. <laughs> I adore this movie. I recently rewatched it for another show, and in my opinion, I don't give anything away. But let's just say I'm very excited to watch this again this year, despite only watching this just a couple months ago. Spaceballs is my pick <laughs> for us for next month in Star Wars.
0: I have not had I have not watched that in a long time. I have not had a good reason to watch it, and uh I I love this. Our first non-Star Wars, Star Wars episode. It's
2: connected even more than I think people know.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm excited after everything that I've learned over the last few years to to go and see that again. So, where's it? Is it? Yeah. it where's it streaming on?
2: Oh, I don't remember. I have not to brag, but I got this thing on Blu-ray. Uh, oh,
0: oh, oh, the privilege. <laughs> oh, ph- oh is- my name's Johnny, and I got physical media.
2: It is on. Uh, gosh! Oh man, you got to pay for it right now.
0: Oh, shoot! Well, whatever. Five was it like four or five bucks on YouTube? Whatever. I don't mind.
2: Yeah, four bucks or three fifty. Oh yeah, you can rent. You can rent this. it or yeah. yeah, yeah. So
0: that's that's what we'll do. Okay. I'm looking forward to it. That's to on sp-
1: DVD. You can come watch it here for free.
0: I, that's another. That's a more another reason. Oh, we can. Hopefully at night I could stay out late and then we could watch it outside on the projector. Maybe. Oh, that would yeah, I'm jealous of that. I'm always pressing, I'm always pressing Brian to watch stuff on the projector outside.
2: Always. That's a good reason to do it.
0: You know what? I may, do have a week off of work coming up. First week of July. Schwartz,
2: may the Schwartz be with you both when that happens.
0: And also with you. I'll <laughs> <God> bless you. Because <laughs> I'm
2: surrounded by assholes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah space boss is what we're doing do you want me to just keep going i can keep talking just to fill in this weird awkward space i don't mind i'll keep doing this. <laughs> i, I thought star that was an okay the way to wars, end it. <laughs> we could just in an hour I can oh, we gotta randomly say with- star wars look there's star wars do you guys want to talk about star wars I'll start naming characters from Star I
0: Wars.
1: started this episode by singing. Should I finish it by singing? You This most certainly should.
0: episode is almost done. Let's stop recording.
1: <laughs> what a love! No one pays for this.
0: What a love of Anakin.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: i sure.